Okay, welcome back to the Pink Lunchbox, where you know, we sit down at the lunch table, we bring our lunch, and we talk about things happening right now. What is going on at the table? So we might be talking about good things or bad things happening at school, or maybe just random things in society that are just, you know, are on the brain. So on today's menu is the TV show Glee actually good now <laughs> i know what you're thinking no <laughs> but um there's there's actually a lot of people that like that show even today but before we even talk about that i want to run in a like this little uh, exercise with you so uh this is called the chef boyardee effect okay so I just, just, you know, humor me if you will. I'm going to walk you through this exercise and see how you feel. So imagine you are going to the grocery store and, you know, you're getting, you know, food for the week or the month or however you do things. And you walk down the aisle with your cart and you're on the can aisle and you see something that you haven't had in a long time. Wow, Chef Boyardee, I have not had that since I was a kid. Oh, my gosh. I wonder what it would be like just to have that for dinner, you know, uh, a blast from the past. So you grab, you know, a can or two, maybe three, because you remember how great it was. And so you bring it back home, you know, you fix it up and you, you know, you have your plate and, you know, you take your first bite and you're face kind of turns because it's not the same as it used to be. You now your your taste palette has changed over the years. Now now you like uh just more things. You're not as picky and that ravioli taste is just not as good, right? So has that ever happened to you? Has something that used to be really good just gone bad or just not as good as it used to be you know as far as food wise I was more of a SpaghettiOs fan but (laughs) um but that has happened to a lot of people we you know maybe sometimes we appreciate the past but we don't necessarily like it right now Uh, that can be in a lot of things especially in entertainment I um as far as this category goes I remember when the new it movie came out or the newest one and I remember watching that and I thought it was I thought it was pretty good one and two but then I wanted to go watch the old it and of course I'm talking about Pennywise the Clown for those who don't know that Um, but I remember watching the old one not too long ago I remember how stupid it was just all the weird effects and like the weird music like it was trying to make it scary but I remember as a kid that when I was because my mom loved scary movies, so we watched them all the time. So uh, that's why I like them now. But I remember watching that as a kid, and it just scared the life out of me. Especially when, like, just the weird effects and his teeth would go sharp. Just ah, man. It, but now, anyone who watches that movie it just thinks it's really stupid. A lot of people feel that way about the show Glee. I watched. The first three episodes, because I saw it on Netflix, and I thought, you know, I actually kind of liked that show when I was in college, so I wonder 
I wonder if I should watch it again. So I did. And then I stopped because I thought, ah, this is so lame. Like it's just, and for some of you that know me, I actually went to college for music. I was wanting to be a choir director uh, at a high school. And so uh, I know a thing or two about music and listening to those singers on Glee just kind of makes me cringe because I feel like they throw that Disney effect on them. And for those who don't know what that means, it's just, I call it the Disney effect because, you know, they really kind of auto tune their voice just a little bit. That way, like every note you hear is perfect or right on the money. Um, Because you don't have to have auto tune and sound like T-Pain or like Kanye West. Um, you can have just a little bit and, you know, everything is just perfect, right? In reality, you might miss a note or two. So when you hear that on Glee and and sometimes they just have like a raw audio file of them just singing, which I like more. But then like on the bigger numbers, like the Don't Stop Believing song on episode one, like it was just, ah, it's just, I don't know. So in my opinion I'm going to give you my opinion today. I don't think Glee is good anymore. Now, the reason I'm doing this episode in the first place is because some students request me to do certain topics, and so I decided to take one of those requests. And so with that, I also have a special guest. This is going to be one of the longer episodes because she has lots to say about this show. She is a big fan. Um, I'll introduce her in a little bit, but... I'm assuming she's going to try to get you guys to, you know, to get on the fence or get over the fence as far as thinking Glee is actually a good show. But as a person that has, you know, studied music and sings a little bit and, you know, hearing things like that on TV, it's just, ah, they may pick some good songs to do, but it's, the execution, and that's just the singing. As far as the acting and the storytelling goes, that's a whole other thing. But we're going to take a break and get ready for this, <laughs> this very interesting episode. At the end of this, what do you think? Is Glee actually good or is it quite awful? So we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We'll have our guest on here. This is the Pink Punch Box. We'll be back in a minute. All right, welcome back to the Pink Lunchbox. Today, of course, we are talking about is Glee actually good? So I try to explain to you guys what it's about for those who don't watch the show. But in the room, I have a Glee professional. She claims that she knows everything you need to know about Glee. She's a big fan. Uh, One of her nicknames is from the characters from that show, which I'll let her explain because uh, she knows better. So, my guest, will you please introduce yourself? Yes, besties, I am Liv. I'm not going to say my governmental name for legal reasons. And the nickname he is talking about is Brittany S. Pierce. She said that she is Brittany Spears because her middle name is Susan and her last name is Pierce. So, that makes her Brittany S. Pierce. 
Yes. Britney Spears. Very well said. So first let's ask this, why Glee? Um, because it's awesome. Good. That's a good point. Um, so what you you just told me before we started recording this that you're going for round six of this show from watching it. Is that right? Have you seen? Yeah, I'm in the middle of season four right now. <laughs> so that, that things are fixing to get real serious, I think. Um, so I don't think you know this, but I actually started watching Glee in college, which is like a thousand years ago to you. Yeah, so, you have a lot of gray hair. Yes, yes. And basically I started watching that when I had brown hair. Um, and I went to college for music. Do you remember that? Yeah, Talk but about in class. I also zoned out half the time while you were talking. <laughs> Yes, uh, Liv is apparently one of my better students. Uh, yeah. Can't you tell? So, um, so I, I watched Glee, and as a music student, I was really obsessed because of the, of course, what, what it uh, talks about and everything. Music. But do you, what do you say to the haters though now? Uh, well, that's not nice, and as Brittany S. Pierce would say, that is bullying, and I don't like bullying. Nice. So, and I completely agree, yes. as Brittany S. Pierce would say. That's really good. <laughs> um, so, let me ask you this. Do, can you name an example of something that uh, was really good when you were younger, but now when you look back at it, it's kind of dumb? Because um, yes. that's how people feel about Glee. And, uh, and, and there's something I read earlier before you walked in here about the Chef Boyardee scenario i don't even know what that is like is he the um ravioli dude <laughs> yeah it's the you know those little cans you can get but yeah it's, it's ravioli i yeah. hate it so you have you always hated it or now you hate it no, i've always hated it i don't like ravioli. i've never really liked chef boyardee or spaghettios and people are going to be triggered when i say that but it's, it's fine um but and in the the listeners have already heard this example but but basically it's that somebody like my age goes to Walmart or Kroger, and they see uh, Chef Boyardee, and they think, oh, wow, I used to love that as a kid. And then they take it home, and they eat it, and they think, oh, this is definitely not as good as it used to be. Yeah, like the Lunchables. Like the Lunchables, right. Perfect. Yeah. So, Liv, this is what we're going to do first. So, at the end of this whole episode, we're going to have a debate on whether Glee is actually good or bad. Of course, you think it's good. I think kind of the opposite but before that i want you to uh read this buzzfeed article and you can see this guys that are listening just buzzfeed just google 23 unpopular opinions about glee that 100 percent needed to be said out loud and of course uh they have pictures so (laughs) mr shoe number one so mr shoe and we've of course liv's talked about this in class to me and so which is by the way, the whole reason we're doing this episode is because she demanded it. So why not? Uh, it's a good topic. So 23 unpopular opinions. Liv has not seen this website before. No, but I take a lot of BuzzFeed tests, and they said that I am most like Aurora, my Disney princess, and I stand by that. You do stand by that. Yes, I love her. I think I'm more of a Snow White. What do you think? Yeah, you Classic, are. Classic, old, old as mm. dirt. Yeah, old. Yeah. All right, let's get into this. So, number one, Sue wasn't really a villain, and the New Directions wouldn't have been successful without her. Fact, I love Sue, and she is one-sixteenth Native American, so she cannot be racist. 
as really? what she said. And uh, I'm going blank. Who's this actor again? I forget. Um, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch, yes. She was in great movies such as Sleepover. Yes. Love that movie. It's an early 2000s classic. Yes. So, yeah, Jane Lynch. Uh, I love her so much. She's so good. She went to my sister's college and spoke. She did not. I think, yeah. Where'd your sister go to college? PT. Oh, wow. Interesting. I'm okay. pretty sure she did. Okay, and so in this caption it says, I know a lot of people hated Sue. She was a pretty terrible person, but I feel like the Glee Club wouldn't have been successful without her. She constantly pushed them and gave them a reason to fight. And, you know, so there's she was a constant problem for this group. But you said you agree with this. Why? Yeah, because she actually did push them because she is also a competitive cheer coach. Yes. And she had like seven, eight, or six like consecutive national wins and so she like knows how to like push people and i think she was great they wouldn't have one without her and they even said that i'm pretty sure in season three okay so we'll try to move this through this quickly because there's so many good talking points so number two kurt and blaine were not a good couple and shouldn't have been in game i agree i hate them i just i I don't know when I watched this the first time, they just made me cringe. Yeah, they so did. Bad. And Santana's rant about, in like season five, about, um, or was it season six? I think it was season six. About Kurt and Blaine, she was correct about everything. And yeah. so. So, yeah, was, mm, meh. And I remember just Kurt in general, looking back at him, it's just not one of my favorites. So, yeah. number three runs into the into this. In fact, Blaine would have been better off of Sebastian. How did you um, feel about that? I mean, they had some chemistry, and Sebastian definitely did flirt with Blaine a lot in front of Kurt, and I would have too. Blaine is hot. And, um, but, I mean, Sebastian temporarily blinded him in the Michael Jackson episode, so. Yes, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, he, like, threw a slushie, and it was, like, rock salt. Right. <laughs> Dang it. All right. Uh, number four. And I, oh my gosh, I love Quinn. I love Quinn. Quinn and this, I'd stand by this. Quinn yes. was one of the best written characters in the series. She was definitely my favorite because I have three favorites because the Unholy Trinity, which is Santana, Brittany, and Quinn, they're my favorites. So they're all in first place. And she was the best writing because she went through so much stuff a teen pregnancy. Yep. She got into Yale, and she was partially paralyzed, so she's yeah, been through she, a lot. She has done the most, as I say. But, yeah, yes. I love – she's just great. She's so good. Okay, number five, Rachel and Finn had an incredibly toxic relationship and should uh, should not have been together. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you say that's facts? It's Probably a somewhat facts. fact because, I mean, they had their ups and downs, and I feel like – I don't know. I still love them, especially Finn. He's such a sweetheart. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, rest in peace. But I feel like Rachel would have been better off with Puck. It's unpopular opinion, but I feel like they should have had more time as a couple other than, like, one episode. Yeah, it kind of turned into a Team Finn, Team Puck thing. And I, I think every show like this needs that power Yeah. mainline couple, which is that, I guess. You know they're kind of annoying. Okay, I can't remember this because it's, this has been a while since I've seen the show, but Rory? Damien McGinty? 
was yeah. actually really, really talented and deserved better storylines instead of constantly playing into Irish stereotypes. Yeah, so the he has an American accent in real life because I watched some of his stuff on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. He has a great Irish accent in the show. But they always had him, like, there was one episode where Brittany thought he was a leprechaun. And I, Brittany, <laughs> she's special. But they, like, always made him, like, they always made him wear green. And, like, his first song was It's Not Easy Being Green or something. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, that is somewhat, like, really stereotypical. Like, they, he even made, like, they even made him give Brittany a box of Lucky Charm marshmallows. <laughs> and, like... So- what? A pot of gold and that's so bad. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, that's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, poor Damien. Okay, number seven. We're moving through Mercedes. Oh, I forgot about Mercedes. Man, she's such a powerhouse. Yeah. Mercedes and Quinn had a great friendship and should have stayed friends after Quinn had her baby. Yeah. So much drama so far. I really liked their friendship because, like, whenever Quinn got kicked out of her house for like being like being pregnant like while 16 or something her dad like kicked her out and she got tired of staying at finn's house and like puck's house and stuff and so mercedes was like you can stay with me and like quinn even like brought mercedes with her to the um delivery room and i thought it was sweet they should have had more interactions yeah so all right, so number eight. If Blaine was written as bisexual, he and Rachel could have been a really cute couple. I don't agree with that because, mm. like, they kissed in season two, episode eight, I think, which is Blame It on the Alcohol. Love that episode. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. But um, I could see them being more as siblings because, like, they, like, they give me sibling vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they could be siblings. Like, yeah. Like, have you, like, we'll, we'll take a break for a second, but, like, have you been told, like, oh, you should date so-and-so, and you're like, no, that's, he's like my brother. David. Like, you know? like David. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, oh, my God, are you dating? And we're like, no, we're, like, brother and sister. Right. And so it's just like, no, please. Exactly. Um, I had a, I had a friend and my wife now used to like we were we've been best friends since high school and then we had another friend with us and so some people thought uh me and her should have dated and honestly we tried for like a week and it was like this is terrible uh leslie i'm talking about you by the way if you ever listen to this so leslie (laughs) i miss you i think you're great um that was really dumb. <laughs> so there we go. And I know you agree. Uh, but anyway, it's just, yeah, I feel like, I feel the same yeah, thing about they this. they give off a sibling vibe. Yeah, it's, and that's fine. Just stick with the sibling vibe. Yeah, it's, they even look like siblings. Yeah, even in that picture. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Dave Karofsky had the best character growth in the entire series. No, I still think Quinn on that one because she went from, I agree. yeah. But he probably, like, second or third place for me because at first, like, he bullied Kurt and stuff because of, like, Kurt's sexuality, and then he was struggling with his own. And then, like, after he tried, you know, K-wording himself, sorry, trigger warning. Yeah. 
but um, you had a lot of character development, and mm-hmm. I he became a really nice person after that. Could you see that from a mile away from the first time you watched this? Oh, so. God, no. Yeah. No. I always thought he was just going to be a homophobic bully, like, the whole time. I knew there was something up with him. I couldn't, like, pinpoint, like, that, but I just knew, like, something's big. Something big's going to happen with this character. I just don't know what, but it was just, I knew it was going to come. Number 10, Sam and Mercedes actually had the most mature relationship on the show and should have been in-game. Yeah, I agree with that. And also, either Sam and Mercedes or Sam and Quinn should have been in-game because... Like, Sam and Mercedes did have a really, like, they had the most mature. Like, everyone else was, like, stealing each other's boyfriends and all that stuff. Yeah. Stupid high school drama. Jeez. (laughs) All right. 11, almost halfway. Kurt wasn't actually that great of a singer, and there were people way more talented in the Glee Club. Yeah, I agree with that. Kurt's voice (sighs) reminds me of a lady. That's why he's called Lady Hummel. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. And like Santana said in her rant, maybe Blaine does not want someone who looks like they remove their top row of dentures every time they smile. And you know what? <laughs> I agree with that. And this is like the first like point when it comes to the music part of the show. Everything else has been like character development and acting. Yeah, but like, see, in this picture, he where are his teeth? Yeah, he kind of goes... Yeah, like, I... Where is the teeth? Exactly. Brother, but... I still love Kurt, though. It's just... Like, senior. even the first time I heard him, I thought, I I like your range. I think you have a very unique range, yeah. which I guess the nickname comes from, but the tone is just... The nasally mm-hmm. part, like, it's just... Yeah. You gotta stop. Like, just... Uh, anyway, sorry. Sorry, I, not sorry. Okay, number 12. Sebastian and Santana had more chemistry than literally any other of the actual couples in the show. Yes, so even though Sebastian is gay and Santana is a lesbian, in that one scene where they sung um, Smooth Criminal, they had so much chemistry. And I saw like so many Twitter tweets, like tweets about it on Twitter. Yeah. They're saying like, they're literally the gayest people in the whole <laughs> show and they have the most chemistry. So, interesting how that works. 13, in the five-year flash-forward at the end of the series, Rachel should have ended up with Sam instead of Jesse. Now, I know nothing of this, so spoiler alert. Um, no. So, Rachel no. and Jesse, I thought they were going to get together in, like, real life, too, after Corey died, but they didn't. Rachel thought with some other dude. I don't mm-hmm. know. But they have, like, Sam and Rachel, they have no chemistry at all whatsoever. He still had a lot more chemistry with Mercedes and Quinn, but I saw nothing there with them. They were just uneventful. All right. We're going to do one more, and we're going to take a break and then finish this list. Because I saw the headline. I don't know if you saw it, but I can't wait to see this. Number 14. Brittany was an extremely overrated and highly unlikable character. True or false? Oh my god, that's so false. So let's see what this says, and I want you to see if you can uh, uh, maybe change our minds on this. So this is what it says. The person said, I didn't like Brittany, especially when she didn't even know the names of people she considered friends. The show's excuse was that Brittany was just dumb, but in reality, she actually only cared about Santana. Brittany was very overrated. False. Um, 
Brittany was actually underrated. She didn't get, like, any real lines until, like, season two or season three. Okay. Like, at first, she was only on the show to teach, like, um, the characters, Kurt and Tina, how to do the single ladies dance because she was Beyonce's backup dancer. And so she knew the choreography. She's an incredible dancer, yeah. And so, but she didn't, she only had, like, one-liners and stuff, like, throughout, like, season one and two. And then finally, they started giving her some more lines as she became a regular, like Santana. And she had a 0.0 GPA. So she can't help it. Uh, Bless her. Okay, so when we come back, we are going to finish this BuzzFeed list of unpopular opinions of the show Glee. You are listening to The Pink Smudgebox. Don't go anywhere. Lunchbox, we are talking about Glee, the TV show. Is it good or is it quite terrible? So I'm with uh, one of the number one fans, Liv, here. And right now we're going through 23 unpopular opinions on BuzzFeed, you know, uh, things about Glee. So right now we're on number 15 of 23 and <laughs> you read the... How, you read number 15. What does it say? It says Brittany and Santana had a terrible chemistry and should not have been together. I disagree. Oh, my God. Why? Because they had so much chemistry. Like, whenever um, on the breakup episode, whenever Santana was talking to Brittany before Santana sang Mind to her, which is why that, stuck, that song was stuck in my head whenever you are playing Taylor. I was like, play mine. Anyways. But um, she was like, I used to sit back here sophomore year and count how many times you looked at me and smelled at me. And I was like, that is so sweet. Right. That is so sweet. They had so much chemistry. Even right. like whenever Santana was like trying to push away her feelings for Brittany, they mm-hmm. still had so much chemistry together. But this says they hardly had anything in common. They opposites attract. I agree to that for sure. They so attract. Like... I love them together. And, like, whenever, like, someone called Brittany dumb, Santana was there to, like, comfort like, her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, Artie called yeah. Brittany stupid because he was like, Santana's using you, which she wasn't. Santana actually has feelings for her. Genuine feelings, yeah. Yeah, and Artie was like, Santana's using you. How could you be so stupid? And so whenever Brittany was crying, Santana comforted her in the hall, which is sweet. All right. Okay, you're going to have to help me with this one because I can't remember this character. Number 16, Kitty, was actually more likable than some of the show's original characters. Who is Um, Kitty? I forgot. She is a witch with a capital B. Ouch. In, like, the first season or two, like, that she was on the show. Like, she she was introduced in season four. Um, but she made fun of the transgender character they had on their unique Wade. Yes. And she was like, nothing is scarier than a girl with a, a wee-wee, I guess. I don't know. I can't. Well, yeah. insert term here. And yeah. she made um, one of her friends, Marley, have an eating disorder because... She had bulimia after, like, Kitty was like, you're going to be fat like your mom. Oh, my god! Because her mom was the lunch lady, and she was overweight, like, overweight. And she was like, you're going to be fat like your mom. Just 
like stick your fingers down your throat and stuff. Holy cow. And then so, during, <laughs> yeah. And during, so why is this coming to play? So, or is this true? I mean, it's, she has character development and like season six, she's like actually very nice. Okay. Cause it, this says she was one of the, also one of the best singers and dancers on the show. She could put on an amazing performance. She was a great singer. So I just, I don't think, uh, I stopped watching around four, maybe. Um, I can't remember. Okay, number 17. Rachel wasn't really that cringy or annoying. People just didn't understand her. She she was annoying, not cringy, but she was just annoying. Like, I, she was kind of annoying. Yeah, and this one episode, it was um, whenever Mr. Shu was sick, and she was like, who, like, give me a list of songs I should sing for, like, our regionals or sectionals. Right. And Santana jumped out of her chair. And she was like, come on. And, like, but everyone had to hold her back, of course. I really wanted to see them fight, though. And then, like, Mercedes at one point was like, why do you have to be, like, the yeah. front, or I guess, or the lead? Yeah, Mercedes yeah. was like, I'm tired of this. And that's whenever she goes to Shelby's choir, which is Rachel's mom. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Dina Menzel. Oh, my gosh, her. that was so cool. And, yes, they look so much alike. They really do. Like, people. And they sound alike. They could be, like, mom and daughter for real. I, they, they really could. That was, that was one of my favorite castings from this yeah. show. That, gosh, that was so cool. That um, so and then, of course, when Neil Patrick Harris was in the show, that was, I, I love him. Uh, number 18, Roderick had the best singing voice of anyone on the show. Who's False. Roderick? He was in like season five, season six. Okay, I don't know him. Yep. He wasn't really there. But um, <laughs> Sorry, I saw number 19. I laughed. But um, he, his singing voice is really good, you know, but it's not one of the best. Like, I think one of my favorite voices are uh, like Quinn's because she has a soft voice. I do like Quinn's voice. And then, for sure. of course, like Rachel. She has a good Broadway yeah. voice. Yeah. Yeah. And then Blaine. He has Blaine a has a good voice. He really Along does. Along with Jesse. Because I think like, Jesse, Rachel, and Blaine were all on Broadway, I think. So. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Totally. Okay, 19. <laughs> the New Directions version of Don't Stop Believing is actually terrible. No, I know the choreography to this one. I'm going to agree. I mean, it. The I, cast I don't even like it. hated it, but that's because they had to sing it so many times. I don't like the one where Rachel sings it as a solo. Mm -hmm. I personally hated that one. But, like, the original from the first episode, I actually liked it because I don't I, – I liked it. It was like, yeah, I get it. I feel like – I have a story with this one. In choir, because this came out in 2009, and that was in ninth grade. God, really? For I real. was three. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's <laughs> back in the old days. No. So, in ninth grade, this came out. And I think, like, in the high school choir, Glee was cool. Like, super cool. That's and what kinda, I thought I was you know. signing up for whenever I signed up for choir. And then we started doing, for the spring concert, we would do, we picked, like, a couple of Glee version songs. And one of them was Don't Stop Believing. But we tried to do it, and it was terrible. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> because the way it was written. So we went with another version of Don't Stop Believing. It turned out to be okay. So I, I kind of have a past with this one. So I, I, yeah. I just I, have mixed feelings about it. Like, the first episode, like, whenever they sang it for the first time was good. 
But the rest of the times they sung it, they sung it like three other times. I got tired of it at this point. I think part of it's like when it was made, it was fine. But now you go back, it's just like, eh, no, yeah. no. There's so many better things. All right, number 20. Jesse St. James should have been on the show longer He because he and Rachel had incredible chemistry. Was this when she was in New York? Yeah, those, um, whenever they won sectionals for the first time. Yeah. And they, no, this is Chicago. Yeah, they had sectionals in Chicago because sectionals in New York, Rachel and Finn screwed it up because they made up on stage. <laughs> Wasn't there like a cliffhanger for the season? Mm, or was no. it like... Okay. It was like, because right after that, they were talking about like how Santana just went full Lima Heights on her. Oh my gosh. She was like yelling at Rachel in Spanish. It was yeah. so funny. That was, oh my gosh. I was <laughs> like, this is not Disney. Come on, you can't do that. And of course... I love how they followed with the realism. They're like, yeah, yeah. you guys lost. Sorry. You can't but do that on stage. <laughs> I think they had great chemistry, and I'm glad they got together, like, in the end um, for, like, the 2024, I think, or 2023. I don't know. They got together, so I, I liked it a lot. Okay. You ready? I hid this. Okay. You're going to get triggered. I know. Santana was actually a terrible character and never had any oh. real character development throughout the series. That is so false. She had... Santana's always going to be mean, okay? It's Santana. Kurt even called her Satan on accident one time, okay? Satan. Yeah. And so I'll clean up the comment here, but it says, She ended the show the same which... She started the show as she didn't deserve someone as sweet as Britney. No, she does deserve Britney. Love Britana, but Britana. Yes, it's their ship name. But I, they were so great together, and Santana did have character development because whenever Rachel went through her pregnancy scare, Santana was the one who like helped her through it, and like Santana was like, she she took Rachel to like the pregnancy center and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, Santana, she had her, like, mean moments, of course, but, like, so did Rachel. No one, like, said that about Rachel. Right. So. Like, Rachel was always, like, self-centered and stuff. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of Rachel, number 22. Rachel is actually a way better character once she moved to New York. Yes and no. Like, whenever she, like, got Fanny or something, I don't know, it was, like, near like somewhat the beginning of season four whenever they finally moved to new york she was bossing kurt around and she was like can you go get me some tea for my throat and kurt was like he threw something down he was like you know what sure i'll go down like to the next town over or something and right. go get you some tea and she she had her like self-centered moments but not as much as she did new like york. In, oh, not New York, in Ohio. Ohio, okay. Yes. Maybe that's where spilled the tea came from. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Uh, and then lastly, oh. and finally, oh. the Glee version of Run, Joey, Run was chef's kiss. Perfection. I love Run, Joey, Run. I love this. So it was so funny. Oh, my gosh. Is I, she... <laughs> okay, tell us what this is about, because I 
don't remember this, I probably haven't seen it. Okay, so it was a Bad Reputations episode. And so Rachel was like, I'm going to get three different dudes I've messed with to come act like three different dudes are fighting over me. Oh, my gosh. And so, like, they were all, like, in the same clothes. And then um, it was Puck, Jesse, and Finn. So, like, all of them three. And she was dating Jesse at the time. And she had just, like, gotten broken up with by Finn. And then her and Puck were just, you know, I don't even know what they were, really. But, yeah, I loved Run, Joey Run. My mom even loves it, so. Okay, hold on. I'm pulling up the video. Of course, I'm not going to play it. Don't get copyright. Yeah, that's a thing. I mean, I can sing it. Okay, hold on. Oh, yeah, I remember Santana (laughs) and Brittany in the weird angel costumes. And then, like, Rachel's, like... There comes Rachel's, like... Walk like doing this dramatic walk down the hallway like it's High like, School Musical three or something. Yeah, and like people are like walking in the hallway and like pushing her. This is such a Broadway thing. Like she's like, she's anytime like, you flail your arms around and you're walking, you are yes. you're a theater nerd, of course. She, I love her. Like I love that performance. And then Puck is like, got the whole like he's wearing his white tank top, arms behind his head, relaxing the bed. Such a and Dude then, like, he thing. just gets up. Dramatically calling her on the phone. <laughs> like, this is this is hilarious. I loved it. It is such a masterpiece. And, like, the editing that she did. Finn's like, what is going on? <laughs> this, this is great. And, so, and then Jesse's just like, what? Because, like, later he's like, are you kidding me? Oh, uh, of course. Yeah, and there's, there's a scene out in the, out of the car. Yeah. This is great. I'm going to have to listen to this after the interview. All right. So, when we come back... We're going to put the nail in the coffin. Is Glee good or maybe not? Right? All right. You're listening to the Pink Lunchbox. Lunchbox. In the conclusion of this episode, we are going to find out with a debate, friendly debate, argument, whatever you want to call it, of is Glee actually good? So, Liv, why is it actually good, in well, your opinion? one, we just saw the best performance, Run Joey Run. Yes, it was pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> and honestly, it also has a bunch of representation like you have like it has like gay people in it and then you have transgender representation you know jewish and like being mixed and stuff and like eating disorders now it's not it's like (laughs) it's not like like she's moving her hands around and i don't know what she's trying like i don't know what she's trying to do i really don't it's not like portrayed in the best way it could have been okay but it was still portrayed like in shows in 2009 and stuff you wouldn't really see like you know gay characters you know it's 2009 it's debatable but okay I mean, like, whenever I watched her from 2009, I didn't really see any of that. You're forgetting about one incredible show. Degrassi? No. What? Will and Grace. 
Yeah, no, I've never seen that. So you're a child, so you don't know that. So Yeah. <laughs> but and like Okay, have, good representation. They have great music selections. Like Joe like Run Joey Run. Okay, top forties. Mm-hmm. And they have two Britney Spears episodes. Hello. Hello. I mean, yeah. Hello. And then it has they have Uncle Jesse on there. Oh my gosh, they do. Yeah. Now who does he? He plays a hot dentist with like a black and yellow car. He's so cool. He's like oh, that's Bumblebee. hilarious. And isn't it? Uh, okay, let me think. Doesn't he date somebody? Yeah, he dates Emma. And yes. Then, yes, 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 yes. And yes, yes, then yeah. Will gets mad because Carl, which is who like he plays. Yeah. Like, yes. I'm, I this love is all coming it. back to me now. Yeah. But um, Will gets mad because Carl is actually helping Emma with her OCD. And mm-hmm. it just made me mad. But they also have a Born This Way episode. And that was okay. really nice because it shows how Quinn struggled, like, with her middle school self because she was overweight and, like, she had pimples and stuff all over her brace, like face and braces and stuff. And, like, she, they were, um, in that episode, they were just expressing who they are in Born This Way. And so I thought it was nice. And then Brittany, in that episode, she gave Santana a shirt that said Lebanese because she thought it said lesbian. Because she oh can't Oh, my spell. gosh. And um, Santana was like, I'm Hispanic. And she was like, oh, wait. And so Brittany was just, like, wanting Santana to come out. Like, she wasn't pushing her, you know? Yeah. Unlike what Finn did. Finn outed her in the hallway. Okay. Not about that. Okay, I this is why I don't think it's now Glee does some things right. I do like the music selection. There are there is one episode where I think they bring in I think it's a deaf choir. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> that that episode gave me chills because just what it was about yeah. and uh, and like whenever they sang with them, I really. Liked they sang it. with them. Like I think the first time I watched that, I. I may have shed a tear or two. Yeah, that was like the sweetest um, performance. Now, with that aside, the singing drives me crazy because I can tell who can sing and who can't because okay. the levels of auto tune and like studio work they do with the voices. Who do you think had the most auto tune? Going back to it, um, Oh, jeez. Because on their, like, live concerts, they actually, like, sang live and stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying they're bad singers. I yeah. just don't like how they, uh, studio, like, they just, I don't know, they, like, I'll call it when you Disney a voice, like, you throw oh. some Disney on it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, Leah Michelle, they did that yeah. to her a lot. Like, whenever um, she sang pop songs. Yes. Yeah, Leah was like, I don't even like how my voice is whenever I sing pop songs. And I know Mercedes can sing, but... There's some episodes I'm like, I wish, why do they do that? Just let yeah. it be like raw studio stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know. It just drives me crazy, just the vocals. And then I think a lot of the stuff that happens in that show can be unrealistic. Like, I feel yeah. like this is like high lost. school drama on steroids. Also, like, Kurt and Rachel and Santana's loft in New York. It was like only a thousand, two thousand, like rent or something. I don't know. Something. And like it that. was like so big. It was like the size of this classroom almost, mm-hmm. or like a bit bigger than the size of this. And this is a big classroom. Yeah. 
And like they got that for cheap in New York. I mean, that's unrealistic. Yeah, and I get. I can't say much because I've never lived in New York, and I don't know the, you know, as far as monthly bills you got to pay. But also, along with the weird vocals and like unreal, unrealistic storytelling, the curse. The Glee curse. Do you know this? Oh my god, it's not a curse. It's a curse. It is, it is poison. It kills the actors in real life. I no, believe this. There are reasons why they died. Like Do you Corey? think Glee pushed it though? Okay, maybe Corey just a smidge because they talked about on the show how yeah. Finn's dad like died of like a heroin overdose or something mm-hmm. and Corey was already struggling with that stuff yeah but yeah. that was like in season three and he died in season five yeah so and then do you Corey, think they knew about his addictions when they wrote that in I don't I'm I'm pretty sure like they they knew because like they have to do background checks of course and like they have to know how to some people are smart enough to get past those though yeah speaking of people who are smart enough to get past that let's talk about um mark sailing he's the other one who dude I, I i forgot about his no he thing. killed himself because he was about to go to jail for like pictures of children child pornography yeah yeah and then naya she died trying to save her son and that was just sad that yeah was so sad. that was sad i cried a lot yeah because, like, I, I heard about Corey Monteith. I was like, that I, that was just a shock. And then yeah. the Mark thing was just, like. Even bigger shock. Like, are you serious? Like, he was, I thought he was, what, the coolest person. And then, yeah. of course, you see that. And then the whole Naya thing was just, yeah. That was just heart heartbreak there. Mm-hmm. So, part of me. And, I, you know, and the reason I believe in this curse, not like it's like a voodoo curse. But, like, just working in a show like that is Disney in general working on Disney Channel. Well, they weren't on Disney Channel. They were on Fox. Well, I know, but you look at the people that have been on Disney Channel, right? Like Demi Lovato. Oh, no, I love my stars. Demi Lovato is amazing, but, you know, she almost committed suicide and OD'd. Yeah. Of course, she made this new album that I cannot wait to listen to. I still with Ariana. To. Yeah, it's like the Dancing with the Devil song. Have you heard that? That's mm. amazing. But you got people like that, and you got Selena Gomez... Right. Selena's doing great. Yeah, but she's had so many problems. No, I haven't heard any problems. She has her Google own beauty it, line. Google it, Google it, Google it, Google uh, it. I don't feel like doing that right now. She's the <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously, she's been through... Um, she's been through a lot. You know, it's like she has to get like a lung Rehab, there you go. Or something. Yeah. Oh, rehab. I was talking about like... It was like a transplant or something. Kidney, lung, I don't know. Yes, and this, there was she was sick too. And then... Yeah, but I don't think that was because like Disney. Of course, Miley Cyrus... We love Miley. She's doing great now. You can't look at her right now and say she has no problems. I like her hair. Have you, you like her hair? I saw her. It's a girl mullet. What was, something big happened lately. What was it? It's the, a mullet. She was on, I, I can't remember if it was the like Super a. Super No. Oh, it was the, no, it wasn't. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. It was the final four, uh, March Madness. And. I didn't know they did concerts, but apparently they do. I think it was between games. I thought she was on the Super Bowl. No. I don't think she's been on the Super Bowl. Really? I really don't think so. Oh. Um, No, I think she was. And if she was, at this point in time, I would not watch it. But that's a whole different thing. She had, it was, um, she's saying that, like, 
that one song. It was a cover of like one or two songs. I don't know. It's like Glass Heart, I think. Maybe. But yeah, it was great. Um, now she performed this concert between the Final Four games, and her hair was terrible. Like I you don't, don't like her. Woolet? I don't like the woolet or whatever her you want to call woolet? it. A woolet. <laughs> no, nah, it's not that women can't wear mullets. It's just that's not her. I'm sorry. She rocked it. I and like yeah. she has TikTok now, and I watch her on TikTok. Yeah, we've already talked about TikTok, haven't we, guys? So, I like TikTok. Anyway. Um, so, there's our arguments, of course. Uh, they're kind of biased because, of course, Liv really likes the show going, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is the sixth time around, right? Mm, Watching yes. all those things. Of course, you've seen it almost six times, and I haven't even finished it once. So, really? we're kind of biased. Yeah, I didn't finish five, I uh, season five and six. I would season six. Yeah, a lot of people said that, though. No, yeah, so. I don't like the new kids. But they do have Josie Toda in it, and whenever she was on it, um, she was a boy. And then now she is a girl, and I was like, yes, Josie. She was on Jesse too. Um, the Disney show? Yeah. Yeah. Zuri, like the little, the dude that like had a crush on Zuri, and Zuri was like, get away. I know nothing about Jesse. Oh. I had to grow up and watch. Um, like Looney Tunes? Looney Tunes, yeah. I watched Looney Tunes. It was thebomb.com. It is thebomb.com. But uh, we can go round and round on this. So that is our episode today. You be the judge. Is Glee actually good or is there a lot of things wrong with it? So It's in the middle. We, <laughs> it's in the middle. We'll, we'll agree. So anyway, uh, Liv, anything you want to say before we end um, it? Yeah, there is something I want to say. Go for it. One, Britney Spears. Two, I should be on another episode. Suggest another topic because this was a really good one. I, I just like. did. What? Britney Spears. Britney Spears? Oh, yes. oh gee. Okay. Yeah. Is, is Britney Spears a good artist or does she have a lot of problems? So we can discuss both. her. So <laughs> short episode, both. Anyway, but uh, this has been Shade Stroud and you've been listening to the Pink Lunchbox. See you next time.